Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcher Man, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Naughty and Nice, Butte Paint, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Linus X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forest, BP Bryn, Crash Override, Becca, Sir Sin, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I'm a Baby Bitches, Barbie, Navigator Bard, Frost, Sinful and Naughty, Coffee and Chaos, Noir, Haley's Comet, and Viva Librat. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. You starting this? Am I starting this? Who's starting this? I don't know. You always start things. I know. You start- <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, Actually, wait a minute. <laughs> that is true. I do. <laughs> I did not do that on purpose. Hold on. I got turn- kerfuffled for a little bit. I you kerfuffled me already this morning. Thank you. Okay, that doesn't count. I I kerfuffle you every day. Wait a minute. Day. Wait a minute. Why? I know. Why are you messing with my sound? Look, because every time I turn it up, you somehow cackle and it goes off the charts on my screen. But every time I turn you down, you get quieter and it's like I can barely see it on my screen and you're really annoying. You, met, you, you just with, figured that out you now? fuck with my sound level. See, you're already starting shit today. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Thank you. God damn. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. My Elvis. job here is done. Leave the building. When I was putting together our last few episodes for the year 2023, which was a good year, by the way. It was pretty good. Yeah. My brain sort of went, no, no, it's vacation time. Which makes it really hard to come up with ideas for episodes when your brain goes, nope, vacation time. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But then I came up with what I think is a really cute idea. I don't know if the rest of you will think it's cute. I don't even know if Dara thinks it's cute. Dara does not think anything you do is cute. She's scared by most of it, but it's not cute. I resemble that remark. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say nodding your head on an audio only podcast does not work. Unless you think people can hear your brain rattling around. Yes, they do. All yes. Right. I wasn't sure. I, wait, my mic. We're already starting shit. <laughs> Rara started shit. Mike is ending it. Okay, here we Listen, go. Listen, but Mike has been upright. So Mike is still happy. Well, because I was stroking him earlier. So there he you thinks. Go. That's important. Yeah. I thought it would be fun to do like a question and answer session with Dar and I. So you get to learn a little bit more about us because we haven't shared everything about our lives yet. <laughs> What? <laughs> Plus, all right, don't tell Dara this. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm, I won't. I'm getting really close to the mic so I, I can, can maybe whisper. God, but stop it. <laughs> but some of you don't listen in order. Uh, don't do that. I was trying to whisper it, but then you, you yell don't... at me that it messes up. Your... I, I don't know what to do. How do I whisper on air? You do this. Okay. Because that wasn't even a whisper type noise. You just said it really close to the mic. Sorry. <laughs> bullshit (laughs) 
But for those of you who don't listen in order, you might not know the answer to some of these things. For those of you who have been good and listened to every episode, we love you. Whether it's in order or not, I don't know. I personally don't care. You You do. You just care more about fucking with my brain than you do about that. Oh, my God. That is so true. Like, it does annoy me to not listen in order because the Virgo in me is like, they're numbered for a reason. But but the big sister in me is like, yay, this annoys Dara. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to jump on your bed when you're sleeping and wake your ass up. And then I'm just going to have to call you Minerva. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) stupid damn cat she's bigger than me stupid damn cat locked herself in my room again which means i have to wake up to open the door because she gets very upset i get upset too if i were locked in your room i don't know why it's nice and cool in there yeah that's why just because it was 30 degrees last night jesus and i had the window open and the ceiling fan is still on i would be (laughs) like snotting icicles if i was sleeping in that room Still kicked the covers off. It got warm. How the fuck? Welcome to old age, honey. I am never getting old. This is why I'm dying, like, at 80. I don't want to I don't want to go through any of that shit. I'm still not even close to 80, and I'm having these problems. Yeah. It's like a 22 years. Don't rush me. Uh, okay. Yeah, That's no. like a whole lifetime. I'm not, okay, fine, 70. I'm not doing this shit. Anyway. We so ready you want to start ready the episode? for some kink? I did. I told people what we were doing. Now we'll get back to it. Okay. So this is kinky self-discovery. And I grabbed these questions from Kink Academy's 365 Days of Kink. That's your favorite book. It's a fun book because they do have literally 365 questions. Now, some of them don't necessarily apply because it's geared toward those who combine sex and kink, which we personally do not do. Nope. But I was able to find some fun stuff, and we're both going to answer these things. And hopefully uh, you guys will learn some more stuff. So we're going to start off. But they still won't know. If they don't don't listen in order, how are they going to know what the aftercare salami is? Well, then they're going to have to go back and find it. It's like tragic. It is very sad. All right, ready? First question. What do you, Dara? think the biggest misconception about kink is that littles are per well that the caregivers are perverts and pedophiles and that littles are age regressing psychopaths i mean we are psychopaths but that's a misconception psychopath is a strong word okay so i guess i should say that the the misconception is that we're all working through trauma because generally anytime you say the word all you're wrong you're wrong. All, never, should. Anything in absolute is wrong, which is an absolute. I understand that, but still. <laughs> That's the one absolute that applies. is true. It's the one absolute that is true. Because <laughs> there's always the exception, right? They're more like guidelines than actual rules. Can you name that movie? Because if you can't, we're not friends anymore. I didn't know we were friends in the first place. Ah! Truth. <laughs> we just work together. We're co-workers. Of course. No, seriously, in that movie, what's wrong with you? sisters. So that makes us not friends. Not every sister is a friend with their sister. Yeah, I know. I don't have a sister, but I kind of know. No, seriously, what movie? I don't know. Really? Really. Oh, God. All right. What I'm movie? Gonna you, I'm going to let you stew in that and let other people yell at you when they hear this. You're... I love your assumption that everybody knows your... um, My pop culture references? They do. No, they don't. They do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Not everybody is the Disney... Oh, God, technically that that is Disney. (laughs) It's Pirates of the Caribbean. That's not technically... It is Disney. I was like, oh, shit. That is actually Disney, isn't it? That is Disney. I do a shit ton of Disney. Star Wars is Disney, for crying Ew, out loud. Uh, I'm still pissed about that. Don't don't go there. Which means both Princess Leia and Miss Piggy... Are Disney princesses. Are Disney princesses. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't. That makes me so nauseous. I can't. All right. Is that yeah. the end of your... No, that was oh, it. Okay. I, uh, the biggest misconception to me is the thing about Littles that pisses me off. More than anything else. And we all know what yours is, except for the people who don't listen in order and have no idea what we're talking about. (gasps) 
because I got to do an entire episode about it. We have done several episodes on us ranting about what these misconceptions are. So just by some chance you've been living under a rock. You know what we should have done? What? You should say mine and I should say yours. Oh, well, some of these I don't know. I really wouldn't know what your answer is. Yeah, go ahead. This I started off easy and we get a little harder as we go along. You know, kind of like sex. You started off soft and then a little it gets bit of warm up and warm up and then it gets harder if you do it right well hopefully you're already harder before you never mind <laughs> i don't even know where you're going i don't know that. where i was going with that either that's why i said never mind <laughs> moving on moving on Rara, right. what do but, you think is the biggest misconception <laughs> about kink that kink is all about sex i knew that was coming how'd you know about that because uh, there was a whole episode on it Yes, one of my very first original kerfuffles <laughs> was when the idiot said to me, there's no such thing as platonic kink. And I and went, then what the fuck have I been doing for all these years? Apparently not kinking. Apparently. You're just getting your ass I'm, beat. Or beating somebody's ass. Yeah, but that's not kink because you didn't have sex with him afterwards. No. And, you know, and, and here's the thing. Does kink not turn me on? Well, of course it turns me on. As my my rigor used to point out to anybody and everybody who would listen. Oh, she got a huge kick out of that. That, um, yes, I was all wet from the rope. Just because I'm turned on doesn't mean that I'm anticipating sex or an orgasm or any type of sexual relief. Or that you even need it. Do you need to have sex and have an orgasm every time every single time you get horny no you had to really think about that i really did i wanted to give it a a a thoughtful answer fuck you've been why are you knocking shit all over you haven't stopped moving shit i did it once yeah but i can cut mine out because i wasn't talking while i was doing it yeah because i do all the talking i know yeah fair point all right anyway (laughs) my fair share of talking right now because i have to stop every now and then and breathe or drink coffee yeah then i can actually get a word in edgewise (laughs) do you know that during the uh behind the scenes episode that we just recorded i kept opening my mouth to try and say something (laughs) and you just kept going yeah it's like being steamrolled well that's why i tell people inter i don't get offense if somebody interrupts me because i understand sometimes that's how you need to do it okay so anyway my turn let's go on to number two (laughs) okay see i'm not offended All right. No. Are you done with number one, though? Yeah, there's really not much else to say at this point about that one. What are your instant turn-ons? Well, I know what Rara's are. Okay, go ahead. What do you think they are? Oh, that was bad. (laughs) That was was actually really bad. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to leave it in because it's funny now. Um, Rope. Okay. Is one of them. Right. And I don't think you get turned on by blood. Muscles. Oh, yeah. I see. That's what I was going to say Chest muscles, first. arm muscles. <sighs> she likes them pecs. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not so much an ass girl. No. Mm-mm. But it's the pecs and the arm muscles that you like. Do you think you there's like. any correlation between the fact that I am a chest girl and have a big chest? No. Because on women, I actually prefer small boobs. And I think it's because I have ginormous pains in pains in the back and ass boobs yeah see i don't look at women's boobs and get turned on oh i do but that's again because i am straight with sprinkles no i'm full on by <laughs> yeah i'm not i am so not um some of my other instant turn-ons are i like confidence bordering on cocky yeah and i don't well because honestly i mean for all you guys who interact with me which is pretty much anybody who listens to this i'm pretty powering (laughs) you're pretty cocky yourself pretty damn cocky myself so anybody who can command my attention and my respect i enjoy that you have to be sort of arrogant to deal with me i guess i don't count (laughs) no because i just let rara steamroll over me i'm like all right whatever i don't care at this point i wasn't fucking you so it's okay thank god well yes you were no you were fucking me okay good point (laughs) yeah and that was more of a service thing anyway, because yeah. you were like, I want to try this. I'm like, well, I got my stuff. Here I, you go. I had a checklist. It was on the checklist. Yep. Dara helped me check it off the list. Yep. Um, sense of humor, which I know is huge for Dara. Oh, my God. Because that I know is... that's I know that's how Daddy J won her with the joke. 
It was such a bad joke, too. I still love it. I have to tell it now, don't I? Well, yeah, I think it would be helpful. Okay. Uh, he started off with, so on, I met him on OKC. And on my profile, it specifically listed that I like jokes. Like, I'm not kidding when I say I love jokes. Any kind of joke. And he's... Except mine. Yeah. Well, no, because you suck. Right. But anyway, he started off with, hey, I see that you like jokes. I've got one for you. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. This is way more interesting than any other. Hi. Sup. You're gorgeous. What I'm like, all right, you're, you're basic. But anyway, this guy comes into my DMs and he says, hey, I got a joke for you. I'm like, okay, cool. And he goes, why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Why? Do you remember Rara? No. You don't remember? Because I really didn't laugh that much Oh, my God. It. I thought it was so good. He, okay, so the answer is faux drizzle, yeah. which is very Snoop Dogg. And I was like, oh, my God, that's actually pretty clever. And then he says, all right, I got another one. And he says, um, see, I ummed. And he says, why does Snoop Dogg need a tissue? And my first thought was along the same lines. I was like, faux boogie? Bo- like, Put, the, put a little boogie in it or whatever, yeah. you know, but that's the a wrong joke. joke. Yeah. And he says, faux sneezy. <laughs> All right, ready? I got one for you then. Uh-oh. Uh, you ready? Nothing just, will I... top our cow puns on that one episode. No, but this isn't a pun. Okay. Why is rock? I know this one. Oh, you know this one already? Yeah. You, you, Why is the rock the only one who can turn do, lesbians? Wins, right. Yeah. Because rock beats, rock scissors. beats scissors. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. I did laugh. <laughs> I did laugh at that one. Did you see what I did the other day with the cannolis? Yeah, you woke up. Didn't you Didn't you see that? I didn't. I Well, I saw the picture of the cannoli. No, no, no. In the sub room in our Discord, I did a yeah. whole... Oh, my God. You didn't see this? Okay, yeah. I might have been making... Um, Cannoli puns? Not so much puns as sexual innuendos. Oh, that's with cannolis. Pretty... Oh, because we're all children at heart, and the minute you can stuff things. Oh yeah, no. I told I was telling my mother, and this is on Thanksgiving. We were doing this. I was like, "Hey, mom, I learned that you have to stuff these really slow, and you have to go deep." And she goes, "Well, you're not going deep enough." I was like, "Damn, all right, mom." <laughs> and then. So I would fill the cannolis and then she was dipping them in the crushed up um, mm-hmm. pistachios. And she goes, and I looked at her and I was like, oh, I love it when you dip stuff in nuts. <laughs> so I was telling people in the discord about this. And this one, I don't remember who it was, was like losing her mind. Like, oh, my God, I'm dead. I can't believe you're making all these sexual innuendos about cannoli. I'm like, sweetie, cannolis are very phallic. Everybody makes these jokes. Well, because they're so good in your mouth. Does have a lot of cream that comes out in your yeah. mouth. If you want to have fun in the Discord server, all you have to do is join <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast. And for as little as $2 a month, one of your perks is you get to be a member of our Discord server where Dara and I are very active and we share fun stuff in there. I like condolies. <laughs> it is literally the only Discord that I'm active in. That's not true, because I have two other discords, but I kind of help run those, so... So you kind of have to be. I kind of have to. So other than sense of humor, what else are some of your instant turn-ons? Um, have you met me? I'm, I have. I'm asking for the people who are listening. Like, if this is your first episode, the one thing you need to know, the biggest turn-on, I think probably even more than a good sense of humor, is audio. It is a true fetish. In that I cannot orgasm without some form of audio fulfillment. And nothing, nothing turns me on more than a sexy voice, an accent. Fuck, a musical instrument will do it for me. You should see me listen to the cello. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's bad. That guy who can beatbox and play the cello at the same time, he's like the beatboxer for pentatonics. He also plays the cello. <laughs> Okay. Listen to the audio episode and you will understand. Are we ready to move on? Sure. All right. Number three. What is your favorite style of kink clothing? Do you like to wear anything specific when you're being kinky? I know the answer to this one too for you. Well, I, And I know for you, you love corsets. I do. Well, not so much anymore because it's really hard to move in them when I'm topping. It's hard to breathe in them. It's hard to do anything. 
I used to wear them all the time. Yes, you did. I have about three corsets, two of which are custom made. And I don't, I don't really do that anymore because it's, I like to have more freedom of movement when I'm topping at the dungeons or at your house or at home. Pretty much all I do. So I don't, I don't really wear them anymore. So now what's your preference? Just black leather, lace, anything like that. It's not not really creative. (laughs) Mine changes as to whether I'm topping or bottoming because I have different needs. Mm -hmm. If it's a bottoming night, then it's got to be something that comes on and off. Yeah. Easily. Yes. And it has to be pink. No, not always. It's either pink or black. I've never seen you not wear pink. There's always pink somewhere. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I went to the dungeon Friday night, I wore black boots and a black dress. All my jewelry was pink. My lipstick was pink. That's what I'm saying. And I've underneath never seen the you black, wear pink. And underneath the black boots were pink socks. See? Because I always have pink somewhere. I wasn't wrong. Right. But th- my, my kink outfits are pretty much black and or pink. But if I'm bottoming, it does have to be something that I can easily get on and off, which is why you'll almost never see me in a corset. Those are just, I tried because I really had it in my head like that's what you're supposed to wear. It didn't work. When I'm topping, I want to put on something that makes me feel powerful. Mm-hmm. Which is usually how I feel in a corset. Right. And I have to be able to move. Because if I am topping for impact, not only do I need to move my arms, my shoulders, and, and twist, but I also will get down on my knees if I'm mm-hmm. double-handed spanking or doing something that makes me really want to get down to that sit spot well you've seen me literally climb up onto the tables Mm -hmm. to do my shit so i need to i need to be able to move i don't even wear pants anymore when it comes to these have you have you noticed i haven't worn pants out to a dungeon in forever yeah you haven't at least the last couple times i've noticed leggings tights something like that because i like my legs covered Mm-hmm. because I don't like I don't like the feel of my legs touching each other like I've never have been able to handle that it's weird but how do your legs not touch each other I mean I, I know don't like people, bare skin on bare I skin. know people whose thighs don't touch it's weird no that's weird no but I mean I don't like so like I always wear pants to sleep because I don't like my legs touching each other when I sleep but okay no, it's a thing I don't like it okay, I don't like okay. the, I don't like the rub if it's if it's got some sort of fabric barrier, it's fine. But it's like it's a weird sensory thing. I can't stand. And it. I sleep naked because I, I can't. can't stand the idea. Uh, because otherwise, it ends up choking me because it wraps every time I twist and turn. Mm-hmm. It wraps around my neck and gets all bundled up. I don't like it. I do. I don't know how you're sleeping. But, <laughs> I mean, I wake up with my tits hanging out of my tank top on a right re- on the regular. But yeah, I've been sleeping naked since I was like 18. Since I uh, moved out of the house. Nope. Um, from a shoe standpoint. It needs to be comfortable mm-hmm. and safe. So, for example, if I'm, I don't, I have these platform pink boots that I got that, oh my God, I love them. I am very comfortable doing impact in them because they're platforms. So they're relatively flat footed. Cause I, I, I have this vision of trying to put a needle in somebody and I lose my balance and heels. I fell like off that a would slipper. be bad. I literally fell off a slipper the other day. Like my foot slipped out and I fell, I fell. Yeah, I'm not coordinated. I don't. Well, the dog was pulling me, so that was part of it. And I literally fell on my hip on the um, pavement outside. Of course you did. Yeah. Because you're you and it's what you do. And my shoe went flying in the other direction. And then the little dog comes up to me and I'm like, oh, my God, mommy, are you okay?" I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Um, As far as shoes, honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter what I wear. I end up barefoot. It, I it, hate being barefoot in the in the dungeon. Or I know no, what's not, on that floor. Not barefoot, but like, you know, tights or socks or something. I never, I'll, I bring my flip-flops so that I'm not on the floor, but I will not be able to wear my boots. I wear my cute boots all the time. I, you know, 10, 15 minutes in, I take them off. Yeah, no, I should stay on. I, I just really need to be comfortable and I need to be able to move. That's my main Agree. thing. It's really hard when you're topping. Yeah. Like, people don't understand how much fucking energy that takes. I wanted to do, I was laughing with a bunch of people. I'm like, we need to come up with, like, a physical workout program for impact tops. 
because by the end of the night, my arms just start are you, rubber. You have to lift weights. I think that's pretty much it. I, and I got to start working out my left arm more so I can get ambidextrous. Because I really, that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, I go home. I, you'd think I'd be used to it at this point, but I'm right-handed. So I always test on my left arm. I go home with electrical burns like all the time. And people have asked me about that. They're like, uh, so is there anything you can do? I'm like, no, just not be as sensitive. It happens. Yeah. Got to keep things safe. Yeah. By the time this ha comes out, I will have already gone to Naughty Noel. And I'm very excited because I'm taking a class on Florentine flogging. Ooh, that'll be fun. And I brought two different pairs of floggers to practice with and see what will, feels best. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. I want to I wanna up my game on that. That'll be fun. All right, ready? Yeah. Your turn. I have no idea what we're on. Number four. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, what is the most difficult thing about being kinky? <laughs> I wish you could see her face right now. Would you like me to answer that while you think about your answer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, the, the probably the hardest thing about being kinky is remembering not everybody is the level of kink that I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean into the things that I'm in, not that I'm saying I'm somehow kinkier than other people. But I, my, my meter of what is acceptable versus not acceptable is a whole lot of messed up at this point. And I forget sometimes that even just because somebody's kinky doesn't mean the things that I do don't ick them or freak them out. And, Case in point. And when I, <laughs> well, I've gotten really aware with the blood situation. And so I've gotten much better about that. Mm -hmm. But I accidentally ick somebody out just by pictures of a needle without uh, any kind of trigger warning. And I don't even think about it because my first thought was, oh, there's no blood. It should be fine. Yeah, but the actual needle, the pokey thing itself. Yeah, that's, yeah that's that freaks people out. Right. I forget about that. Also trying to, again, while I am out to family, friends, partially out at work, um, I still need to be careful what I say because you need to be sensitive. I mean, even talking about kink requires consent. And my bosses certainly have not consented to hearing details. So if they ask me, what I did this weekend, I can't say, oh, I went to the dungeon and did needle scenes or, you or say I went to a party. Right. And just so just always trying to be careful and remember my audience. Mm -hmm. Like, right. So we come from doing the podcast where we have no filter. Right. And now I got to put the filter back on by tomorrow to, to not even sometimes by tomorrow, sometimes just by the afternoon. Yeah, it's uh, it gets difficult. That is a huge problem. Like mine, I can't be out. I am partially because some of my coworkers are also kinky, and I have this radar for them, and I can just locate kinkdar. Oh, absolutely! I have the best kinkdar. I will just pull people into my my. It, I don't know what you would call it, circle, mm -hmm. and I drag them with me, kicking and screaming, and it's great. But at the same time. There are certain people who absolutely that would not go over well. Mm -hmm. So I cannot be out. I cannot have my face on social media having to do with this because of that. I am the person I have told my boss when I go out, I've told my boss, I'm going to a vampire ball. Hence the dressing up in black lace and, you know, the dark makeup and everything. And it's really fun. Uh, and this is why when I come home at three, four o'clock in the morning and roll in here two hours late. And I'm dead tired. I went to a vampire ball. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do it every year. Uh, I've gone to, quote, steampunk conventions. I like writer conventions. Literally anything I can think of that is not kink. But let's see. The most difficult thing about being kinky. I mean, that's partially it. The not being able to do everything that I want to because of my job. But also it's exhausting. It drains the energy out of me. If I do it for a whole weekend, it takes me so long to recover. And Rara is looking at me like, you poor, poor, sweet summer child. Because she is the exact opposite. She's like, what are you talking about? It totally energizes me. That's because I'm not a true extrovert. Yeah, I'm four weeks into a seven-week run of weekend kink events. Yeah, and I'm like exhausted thinking about it. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, the other final thing about difficult about being kinky comes from a dating standpoint. Because of my level of kinks that I do and the things that I do, well, I don't necessarily need somebody to be a kinkster for me to date. I need them to be okay with the things that I do. I mean, I get my kink needs met from friends. So I, I'm not looking to date somebody to meet those kink needs, but they need to be okay with the fact that I'm going to let some guy or girl or them touch me and touch my naked body. Yeah, they can't really be jealous. They can't be that. jealous. They have to be okay that I may very well have bruises. I mean, Diesel all the time is laughing. He's like, why do I always end up with you the day, the day after you've been to the dungeon and you're all bruised and scabbed to death? I'm like, because that's pretty much every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the weekend, that's baby. Just the, yeah. It's like, what makes this day different from all other days? It doesn't. Yeah. Is it a day that ends in why? why? Then I got bruises. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's also true for me, though, but that's because I'm a klutz. Well, yeah, it's a different, it has nothing to do with being the hard part it's, about it's being the kinky. non-consensual bruises <laughs> that I do to myself. I literally have one on my hip right now. I wasn't kidding when I said I fell off my slippers onto the pavement. Yeah, I, at this point, I don't, you probably bruise more than I do. I bruise easier than you do. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you know, that's just the hard part. It's, and I do have. You know, every now and then, again, because I'm a masochist, I'll go onto the dating websites. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like I swipe left 99.9% of the time. And my, my, my OkCupid app very much states I am a kinkster. Because yeah. I started to be, I started off subtle and worked my way up to, I'm a kinkster. Just, just don't bother. Yeah, don't contact me if you're also not cool with it. Yeah. And I get guys going, oh, yeah, I'm a kinkster too. And then we talk and I'm like, yeah, I don't think. Well, you how, how did you say that word? word? I don't think it means you, what you, you think, think it means. means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Do you have any kinky role models? <gasps> Princess Donna. How did I guess that was what you're going to say? Oh my God, I love her. I love her. I really do. I love her. I do. Want to tell everybody who she is? Oh Just my god! They don't know. <laughs> okay, so they should, right? They absolutely should. So I first saw her on Wired Pussy, and she does electro. <laughs> she's actually the reason I got into electro because I want to be her. Anyway, she's phenomenal. She actually has done um, like her gangbang scene was really cool. She's exploring, I guess, her bottoming side for that, but she's mostly a dominatrix. She worked for um, Kink.com. And she did the videos for that. And I, she's, first of all, she's stunning. She's so commanding of a room. Like she walks in and it's like, this is the kind of shit that Rara likes, you know, the confidence. Mm -hmm. And she walks into the room and like absolutely fucking commands it just by walking in. And I'm like, I, I kind of feel like I would, I would fangirl so hard. I'd be acting like a piddling little puppy if I ever actually met her. Honest to God. Oh. But yeah, that's my role model. I love her. My kinky role models are from the education side mm. because everything else, I, I'm kind of my own role model for me. Oh my God. Well, no, in the sense that I the want arrogance. to do, I, no, it's the fact that I want to do better next time. Mm -hmm. So th that's it. I don't look at other people the way they kink and look at them as a, like a role model. I want everybody to kind of be their own role model for that so you compare yourself to you yeah okay that's what i'm saying but from an education standpoint um from a global aspect uh i would say you know people like princess Kelly and sunny megatron oh god i adore sunny megatron who um know their shit mm -hmm. and and beyond just know their shit like know lots of shit so about sunny megatron I don't know that I ever mentioned this, but I took one of her classes. I took her electro class and I was so happy. And I think I told you this yeah. afterwards the next day. I was so happy because the way that she did her class was exactly the way that I do my class. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like Sunny Megatron. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah, she's she's pretty amazing. And so I, I would like to I don't think I will ever be at that level that I would be spoken in the same sentence. 
but uh, I definitely aspire to move up that education ladder, mm-hmm. so to speak. Gotcha. Right. That was it? That was okay. it. That was um, an easy one. Number six. Yeah, you're the even numbers. I'm the odd numbers. Gotcha. That helps you out. Yeah, thank you. I Anytime. needed that. Uh, what is your biggest regret in regard to your kinky experiences? <sighs> oh, boy. Biggest regret. Um, Marrying Vanilla Guy. Mm-hmm. That is it. That has to be my number one regret because I feel like I lost so much time without kink in my life. Now, part of that was because where I went to school, there was not a very active kink scene at all. My friends were and we kind of like practiced on each other, but it was not to the level that is here. Mm -hmm. But I lost so much time. And I lost so much of myself being with this vanilla person that I swore up and down I would never, ever date a vanilla person again. And to my credit, I didn't know he was vanilla. He was uh, trying and then just decided he didn't want it. So as soon as we moved back to this area, I started kinking again and he would stay home, which is when I met Rara because I literally went to a party almost by myself. There was a person who came to... Came with me, but uh, it was without my then husband. Yeah. So. I'm not a person of regrets. I tend not to look backwards because it is what it is and you can't undo it. And I'm always of the belief that like there's a bigger picture and everything happens for a reason and it's all a path to get you where you are today. And if anything had changed... I wouldn't be where I am today, and I like where I am today. But, you know, the only thing I I would say is maybe I wish I had found kink sooner, but it's hard to regret that because I didn't know it existed. So how could I have found it sooner? Like that was, it's not like I knew about it and ignored it. I wish Fifty Shades of Grey had come out sooner. Right? I mean, like, how would you put that? So I can't really say that I, I honestly have that. That's just for me, one of those things. I'm, I'm very good about not looking behind other than to learn from my mistakes shit and hopefully not repeat them i'm the person that like if they gave me the choice of taking the pill that is you know you go back to being 10 but you keep all your memories of your current life and you can redo shit i'd do it in a heartbeat oh i would do that too because hindsight's 2020 mm-hmm. but it, it's and not that bitcoin it's not that i re as I said, it's not about regrets as much as, yeah, if I could do it again, being smarter and wiser, why wouldn't I? Yeah. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is... Um, Seven. I, I, know, I got that. Has your interest in kink changed at all over time? Uh, for you? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I started off as a submissive who would who would have blood and needles and sharp stuff as a hard limit. So I'd say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little bit, Just a teeny tiny bit, slight changes, not too anything right. inc- and inconvenient. And I remember people asking me if I would ever top, and I'd be going, "No, never." So yeah, it's changed. It's it's gone to complete one eighty. Just like you, it has been a very dramatic change. Yes, <laughs> you're saying I'm drama. Am I the drama? You might be the drama. I might be the drama. Listen, Taylor Swift, you are the problem. It's you. Okay, me. Hi, hi. <laughs> Okay, so for me, yes and no. I tend to stick with what I like. I don't tend to change it that much. However, I did not start out with electro. I started out just your basic. I did a lot of... You were a basic bitch? Very much so. (laughs) If a dominatrix can be a basic bitch, that was me. (laughs) Um, So I started out dom with my very first person. And the first thing we did was humiliation. The very first thing we did and sissification. So that was my start. And it moved. So then with one of my husbands, I was submissive. And I don't think I fit that very well, honestly, because as soon as I divorced him, I got my groove back and I became Dom again. And I have the only person I ever sub for is my current husband. And that's because he's daddy. And if I don't have that in my life, I think I would lose something in me talk about drama oh my god that would be bad but i i don't do so much the one-on-one have a partner humiliate them stuff anymore 
I almost entirely focus on the electro. I do some aspects of it when I am doing an electro scene, but I haven't had that one-on-one have a relationship with a submissive male since Jesus. That's it's since been a Jesus? while. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> Didn't know um, Jesus was kinky, and yet he must have been a masochist. Probably was. <laughs> oh, we're going to get nailed for that one. Get it? But I'm fine. Get it. <laughs> Not like I he could, was. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. You just set that up unintentionally, but you set that up so perfectly. I, yes. <laughs> I don't, yeah, no. I mean, I think I've changed. It's just, it's taken me, it wasn't as dramatic a change as you. <laughs> I am more drama than you. You are definitely like people would think that I would be the more dramatic one because I'm a little. But no, no, it's you. I'm a middle. I'm a teenager. It doesn't get more dramatic than teenager. You'd think a toddler and a teenager would be two different. Now, that's two different levels of dramatic. Teenagers are way more dramatic than toddlers because when toddlers are dramatic, isn't that cute? No, not as not cute. cute. Not as cute when teenagers do it. Neither one of them is cute. It is cute. No, it's not. This I love it when a little. Children. I love it when little toddlers are dramatic. I'm like, this is so cute. You think that works? It doesn't work. It doesn't work with teenagers either. They're assholes. It work with my kids. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Where are we at? We're at number eight. Eight. Which is gonna make me laugh. Let's oh, see if it makes you laugh, brother. Some folks feel judged by other kinksters <laughs> for being too kinky or not kinky enough. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> Hey, Rara. <laughs> Rara. Yes. Hey. Yes. I have a question. I thought this would make you laugh. Yes. <laughs> have you ever felt judged by another kinkster for your personal kinks? Every fucking day by you. <laughs> she couldn't even say it. But is it really judgment or is it just loving teasing? No. You accept my, you, you judge me for being crazy, but you accept that that is who I am. I just accept you for who you are, Rara. Right. I don't understand why you have a problem <laughs> with gentle, non-invasive, not mean teasing. Yeah. You can't take a I, joke? <laughs> oh, oh, she's about ready to jump over the table at no, me right now. I'm just trying <laughs> to be nice. Oh, God. So I'm not going to say it. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. She's bright red. It's fine. It's all good. You no, I actually back. Um, I find I get judged actually more by strangers. Yeah. Right? That well, and I don't get judged for for the crazy shit that I do, which is what I would like be more understanding of about being judged by. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get judged because I don't do DS. Like somehow by not doing DS, I'm not really into BDSM. Okay, but kick. those people are stupid. I know that. Usually if you're judging somebody, you're not the smartest. Tool in the shed? Yeah. Because you want grape you... short of a fruit salad? All of the above. You're not the most colorful crayon in the box? No. You want to keep going? You're doing great. You're one flat tire on a car. (laughs) Because for those of us who are really embedded into kink, we understand everybody kinks differently and it's okay. As long as you're following consent. You're one cow short of a herd. Moo. (laughs) Don't start. Don't start that shit. (laughs) No, I, uh, I agree. And plus, honestly, I do judge the fuck out of you, but it's also because we're sisters and it's funny. Yeah. I know. I'm very excited. I was able to update my FET profile. Oh, fuck. They actually have a new relationship, and I saw it, and it was like, brilliant. Have you noticed I have not accepted I, it? <laughs> no, I didn't notice. <laughs> you don't care. But I'm listed. I list myself on my profile as big sister of Dara now. Which, honestly, okay, so here's my problem with that. Yeah. That has a different connotation on FET than what we use it for. Big sister to me is like you're the older protector, the more experienced one in kink. Yeah. And that's not what how we do it. We get to do it however we want. It's just it's a it's a different connotation. And I think that's why I'm like, do I you don't think I protect you? I protect you from other people, just not from me. Don't you understand how this works? A sister. You don't have a sister. You don't understand. I don't. Okay. Nobody 
is allowed to give you grief. But Except me. for you. <laughs> All right. What am I allowed to do? I'm at what you're you're doing it well. You're annoying me. It's Got what you. you do. Perfect. I will continue. <laughs> but it's the same thing. No one else is allowed to annoy me but you. That's how I have. See, I am an actual big sister. I have a little sister. Similar to us, my little sister's taller than me. It's <laughs> Oh, so you're used to this. I'm used to this. But it was always like nobody else could get nobody else could tease her. Give her grief, cause problems for her. That was my job, God damn it. And otherwise, I was going to protect her against the rest of the world. But I was going to give her grief. I actually choked out somebody for making fun of my brother once. See? Then you understand. But I'm allowed to launch him across the room. Th- then you understand. Yeah. But I've never been on the little sister side. Well, I am the oldest. Yeah, I've never been on the little sister side either. Well, you're never going to. No. I'm just really good at my job. There you go. All right. All right, so have you oh. felt judged? You haven't answered the question. Oh, I forgot. Uh, uh, <laughs> you have to answer um, too. Not, <sighs> yes, because little, but that's from uh, me. But I also have this whole huge core of littles that I run with. And <laughs> you run with them like it's a pack. I do, like it's a fucking herd. <laughs> that's a pack. It's a herd of littles. Um, and we do really weird shit, like... One time I had a party and it was cookie decorating and it was super fun. And the daddies decided that they were going to go over and watch a movie and ignore us. And we ate all the icing. (laughs) So getting judged by kingsters who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm not sure that really counts. Yeah, that seems I'm a judgy person. Like I will judge like swingers. I can't. I can't. I've had really bad experiences with that. I can't. So mm-hmm. I think I'm the more judgy of the people. I don't. And like I said, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, what's that got to do with me? Very little. Yes, yeah, I am. All right. How do you feel about tears during a scene? Causing it or being cry- the one crying? Yes. Oh, uh, causing it. Love it. Love it. It's fun. If I'm doing a if I'm doing a particular scene where it needs to be done, fuck yeah. Um, however, if they're crying and I didn't do it on purpose, then that's a problem. <laughs> that's a my bad, and I will have to fix. I, if they're tears of laughter, I love it. Cathartic scenes, I think, are amazing and wonderful. Not my thing. Mm-hmm. Either as a bottom or as a top. And I've done a few of those. So I, as the bottom and the top come to think of it. Yeah. So I generally love them. Yeah. I have no, it's, I have no problem with them. I think they're amazing. I think they're wonderful. I think they're great for people who need and want that in their life, but it's not my personal kink. So I choose not to participate. And in fact, for me as a bottom, making me cry in a scene is a hard limit. Right. Because it'll mess up your face and your hair. Well, and it's also I'm not, um, I'm not about that level that level of vulnerability in public. And, and my valid. scenes are and my scenes are always public scenes. And my scenes are not. The ones that I bought them for, the one that I was talking about, where we went back and forth giving each other like C and C scenes every week, mm-hmm. definitely private. So no, I will not do that in public. Right, this kind of goes really well into question number ten. All right. How do you feel about talking and making sounds during a scene? What kind of sounds or talk do you like? Okay, so I'm going to answer Rara's for her. Rara never shuts the fuck up during a scene, whether or not she's topping or bottoming. She cannot control herself. The only time she ever shuts up is if she's dead asleep or just dead. Correct. Unconscious is the only time that Rara ever stops talking. In fact, we have a story. If you have never heard this story before... Hot Asian guy, which you need to hear about if you've never heard this before. (laughs) Holy shit. We are not joking when we call him hot Asian guy. Hope you're listening. Anyway, he and I were co-topping Rara for a scene. And we were doing our damnedest to beat her. Like electro beat topping. Electro impact, yeah. Electro intact. I hope you were intact. (laughs) Jeez a hard limit to not be intact (laughs) i mean yeah for me too to make somebody not be intact i don't that involves blood i don't like it anyway so we were co-topping this scene and rara wouldn't shut the fuck 
up. I was talking to the audience. You were. You had an audience because it was a really, really good scene. However, I may have used that to my advantage Mm -hmm. because I know her. I knew she wasn't going to shut the fuck up. Nope. However, I think this was the first scene that Hot Asian Guy had actually done with you. Yep. So Welcome he, to me. So he didn't know. That was a hell of an introduction. <laughs> so he didn't know. And he's looking at me like, is she still having a conversation? And I went, yeah, I guess you're not doing a good enough job if she's still talking. <laughs> and man. So he hit me harder. It was glorious. Which still didn't stop me from talking. No, it made her laugh even harder and go, oh my God, this is so great. Look at what he's doing. Can you guys see what he's doing? Because I can't see what he's doing on my ass. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my God. All right. So did I answer your response? Well, yeah. I mean, my favorite sound to hear is laughter. Mm-hmm. Hence the rubber ducky song. If I can have, if I can get my bottom to laugh, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. If I can get my top to laugh, despite what they're doing, Hence, that makes me, that's the brat, that's the extra brat in me. Hence, the rubber chicken maneuver. <laughs> I'm just telling all the stories yes. that people have to go back and find these, like the Easter go. eggs. But yeah, as if I, if my top is all serious and I can do shit that breaks the seriousness and makes them laugh, I am very happy. Poor John. I have brat, when I can get him especially, because he's so serious about his scenes. So if I can get him to break character, I, I'm like the Tim Conway of, oh my God, you don't know who that is, do you? Nope. If you said Tim Curry, I would have known. No, 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 no. From the Carol Burnett show? Who? Oh my fucking God. No, I'm, I'm not- fucking with you. I know who Carol Burnett is. Okay, so, so Tim and Harvey, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway, the, Tim Conway would forever go off script. Oh. And, and, and Harvey would try not to laugh. And Got he it. didn't always succeed. Yeah. That's me. So you're, you're I'm Tim, Tim. And John and he, is Harvey. Yeah. Is, 100%. Yeah. Right? So I try Except, to go off script and try to make him laugh. I think at this point, he's just sort of like. He's given up. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> he, he goes, he probably has to. That's why I plan my scenes with him in advance. So he's got time to mentally prepare. Yeah, and he actually tried really, really hard last time to to get in the spirit of it. He does. I just keep. I'm you just. Keep a, I'm a step ahead. I'm a step ahead every time. But yeah, I think that's the best. All right, you ready? This one's one of my favorite. Wait, wait, wait! I didn't oh, answer. Sorry. You got to answer for me. Oh, you love any sounds? Happy sounds, crying sounds, crying giggly sounds. sounds you're, moaning, you're the audio groaning. person. Oh my god! Give me all the sounds. So any sound, literally anything. You could be telling me dad jokes during the scene and I'll be like zapping you, trying to stop you and make you giggle. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be an amazing scene. <gasps> I got to do that. So one time I was uh, actually several times. One time at band camp. Yeah. Yeah. So several times I have been giving daddy a blowjob and I told him to tell me a story during the blowjob. And then my favorite game is to try and do it so good that he forgets and like stops. In that case, the absence of sound is the sound. Well, he's probably making sounds. They're just not anything recognizable. No, he just started holding his breath and going. Well, that's a sound. There you go. And then like stopped. It was great. It was a fun game. All right. Ready for this one? This one's a really fun one. Okay. If you could have any kinky superpower, what would it be? Lightning. Oh, my God. Yes. But of course. I would be like, I would be the violent one. Are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? Like, that's the easiest question ever. I wouldn't need any of the tools. I wouldn't need to. Ooh. Yeah, I'm flailing a lot. Yeah, oh my gosh, you're so no, excited. I, I've actually never seen her flail this much. She's so excited by this. I would 100% be the violet fucking wand and having like all the sizzles and I get to touch you. Of course, then I would have to be able to control it really well because if I didn't, I would fry well, my electronics. Well, it's a superpower, so you should be able to control it. Okay, right? but there's some X-Men that cannot control their powers. But then they make accommodations they learn, like Scott wears the glasses. Yes. And, and Mystique wears the gloves. I mean, obviously, you have to have accommodations, but I don't want to fry my electronics while I'm learning. No. What would I do without my phone? Oh, I don't. I, yeah. Mm, no. Mm-mm, hard Mm-mm. limit. Mm-mm. Has to, so it has to have some sort of like. Do I have to wear special gloves? I don't know. You're the it's your superpower. Make it up as you go along. OK, you're the writer. OK, so my superpower is I would actually be the violet wand and I could have like a way to turn it off and on. There you go. That was easy. Mm hmm. I got really excited. I know it's there. Um, I 
from a kink standpoint, part of me would be like, well, I want to be able to read minds so I know what my bottoms are thinking so that I can accommodate them. But then I might not like what they're thinking. So maybe that would not be a good superpower. Yeah, to have. no. What if they're going like, oh, my God, I'm so bored. Right? So I'm thinking maybe super strength. So I can hit harder for those who want it harder and want bruises. Okay, but you have to be able to pull back. Well, yeah, you should be able to. Okay. Can Mr. Incredible pull back his strength? Of course he can. I don't think he can because he accidentally threw people through walls. Because if you're not paying attention, but as as the top, it is my job to pay attention. I mean, I already now don't know when to hit lightly versus full strength. Actually, you did a pretty good job on me. So I I just have to, my full strength would just be fuller. Fuller? Fullerer? Fullerer. Okay. There we go. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we love making up words here yeah it's, there we go all right what am i 12 yep. okay what keywords do you lose <laughs> <laughs> what keywords do you use when looking for porn ah go ahead rara who cow <laughs> screaming <laughs> first time screaming painful any of those words yeah. Because it mean, gives me the most noise. I also look up like BDSM and kink when I try it, but then it's not really, it's still way more just all sex than. Yeah, no, I, I just, I gave up on that. This, that doesn't exist in porn really anymore. But like, as long as they're screaming and making noise. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I like group sex. The pretend gangbangs. Yeah. Well, not pretend, but the like the. Non-con. Yeah. Dub-con. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. kind of stuff, yeah. I like those too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really love the first-time pegging porn. Ooh. Oh, they make so much good noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> In fact, yesterday's was one of those. Yeah. It was really good. I cannot tell you the last time that I looked for porn videos i've been using i have books i have porn books mm-hmm. and those do nothing for me i need the actual sound even if it's listen even if it's narrated what about an audiobook i'm saying i'm saying oh. even if it's narrated even if it's an audiobook it does nothing because the audio the person isn't sincere that's reading it I'm they're talented. just they're acting they're just saying oh ah Oh my goodness. And it's like, no, it's right scripted. because the porn you watch is so it's better than that. It's so real. It's better than that. Maybe they're just better actors. Probably. Yeah. All right. What is the best piece of kink advice you've ever heard or read? Oh, damn. That one's deep. I told you they got harder. It's not so much kink advice as it's regular relationship advice, but it applies to kink. Mm-hmm. It was actually in the book Kashil's Chosen or Kashil's Dart or whatever it was, that whole series. And if you want to know more about that, it's in the my birthday episode for this year. I reviewed books. It's something to the effect of find somebody who loves you for who you are and not in spite of it. That is good advice. So my ex, the one I was talking about was Vanilla, actually turned out to be Ace, loved me in spite of my kink proclivities. And then I had to go out and look for somebody who loved me for them Mm -hmm. because of them. So that's that really hit me hard, I think, when I first read that. And it still still applies. Yeah, the greatest advice I ever got was in regard to negotiation. And I tell everybody this piece of advice because I think it is brilliant. To include just one sentence at the end of your negotiations that says, if I haven't told you yes, you need to assume no. Fuck yes. And we have discussed that one before. And that way you have covered in case you've forgotten anything. Because you almost never forget the yeses. It's the no's you forget. Right. And there's been instances where people have assumed just because you didn't say no that that made it a yes. Hell to the fuck no. That that's to me, it's logical. 
that if you didn't say yes, You're trying to it's apply a no. logic. There's, there's a sad, common sense is no longer common. Common sense was never common. But yeah, that to me was the best advice I ever got. Yeah. I love 14. All right, go for it. You already know my answer to oh, that yeah. one, but yeah. Have you ever felt competitive with yourself or others around your kinky limits? Hey, Rara. Yes. That was your answer. I am highly competitive with myself. She's highly competitive with everybody. But not when it comes to kink. I, I'm very respectful of you. I argumentative, have, competitive. Not argumentative if I'm trying to explain to you why I'm right. <laughs> Which we have in a mug, by the way, if anybody needs to <laughs> check it out at the Pink Kink Boutique on Etsy. Uh, I just, I am always wanting to do better for myself. Do I want to be the best? I don't think anybody doesn't want to be the best, right? Oh, yeah, no, I get massively competitive with Electro. I want to be, but I know that there are people who are better than me at kink. I know that there are people who are more masochist than I am. I've met them. I've seen what they've done and pressed the fucking hell out of me. I will never do it. I have seen people who are into levels of blood play that I'm like, wow, I am not going to do that. There's something you won't do? Um, I watched a friend do a scene where needles were put in their forehead. Ew. And there's actually in their scalp, really, at the top of their Ew. head. Not my thing. No, thank you. Okay, so I, I already know that people exist who do more than I do. More power to them. I have no problem with that. I don't feel a need to compare myself to them. I don't feel a need to compete with them. What I want to do is whatever I did today, I want to do more and better tomorrow. And that's, that's me personally. I am very competitive with myself. What about you? When it comes to electro, I'm competitive with literally everybody. I want to be the fucking best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, there's there's nothing else to say about that. Yeah, I want to be the fucking best. <laughs> Excellent. All right, finish this the off. The award goes to... No. <laughs> not me, not yet. Not I yet. can tell working you right now. It. Working on it. Okay. All right. And to to finish things off, finish the phrase, a life without kink is boring. boring. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Like legit, just fucking boring. I lived it. I lived it too. And it, it, it for me, it's also a life without kink is not a life. It's there'd be a part of me that's missing at this point in time. After all these years, kink is such an integral part of my life mm -hmm. that it would, if I tried to live without kink, I'd be missing a piece of myself. It would be an unfulfilled life. There'd be, I'd be depressed. I'd be miserable. I No. So when Daddy Jay and I were trying to get pregnant, um, I thought about it. And I realized I wouldn't be able to do electro for the entire time. And I was like, oh shit, do I really want to give up electro for this? Really? For a thing that with all those fluids, those body fluids. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have dogs, so it's fine. <laughs> Does dog body fluid gross you out as much as human body fluid? No, because they do it in the grass. Well, they're supposed to. You're going to tell me that your dogs okay. never vomited inside the house? All the time. They vomit on the bed. They vomited <laughs> on the couch. They peed on the floor. The little one peed on the floor the other day and I stepped in it because we didn't know. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys have learned some stuff that maybe you didn't already know about us. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully. Well, if you listen out of order, you, you definitely didn't know all of this. So now you do. I hope you guys will maybe take the time and answer those questions for yourself because it's a, especially this last one, how you react to a life without kink, I think is very telling. Oh, I'd on, love to know other people's responses to that one. Oh, and what superpower? What kinky oh my superpower? God, yes. Oh, that'd be a good one. You should post that on Instagram. I can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we will be taking next week off, which is um, 12-22. Taking that off for the holidays. But then we will be back on December 29th for our annual New Year's resolutions episode. You're definitely going to want to see how well we did accomplishing last year's resolutions and what resolutions we're setting up for 2024. I'm betting, based upon Dara's face, I'm thinking she didn't do so good. <laughs> nope. Or well, whatever the appropriate language word is. Whatever. Whatever. At this point. 
Hoping you guys have a wonderful holiday, whatever holiday that you celebrate. And we will see you in two weeks. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Stay twisted.